Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen. Human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Denzel Mims with another monster score of 70 yards. Quick pass to Crowder trying to get him out of the space. Slopes a tackle, and there he goes. Crowder, it's a foot race, and Crowder is in there. A 69-yard touchdown. Donald escapes, trying to buy himself some time. Fires, end zone, it's caught. Incredible play by Donald. He'll hit immediately when he got the handoff. You know and what? it's the Q-inator. Oh, my gosh. Listen, thank you. From the TOJ Digital Studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet one and we're going to do a little 2021 NFL Draft stock report with our buddy who does Badlands with Joe Caparoso and, of course, NFL Draft coverage year-round for Bleacher Report, Mr. Connor Rogers. Connor, what's going on, man? Oh, you know, it's that time of year, Scott. Pretty exciting. Obviously, we're getting some bowl games this year and, and getting our last glimpse of a lot of these guys as they make a big decision uh, for the NFL draft. And, and that decision will go, you know, many different ways this year. We're seeing a lot of transfers. We're seeing a lot of guys go back to school for – um, hopefully much more normal 2021, but as always, the draft class will be very talented and excited to get, get going on that. Definitely a lot to look forward to. We've got the big bowl games between Justin Fields and Ohio State and Trevor Lawrence and Clemson and so much more throughout the rest of bowl season, but let's talk about the one that Jets fans have fresh in their memory right now, which is, of course, Zach Wilson's performance in his bowl game for BYU. It's about as good a performance as you could have. What do you think's going on with him? How's his stock looking? Do you think there's a real chance that he could go in the top five of this draft? Could the Jets even potentially pick him at number two overall? Yeah, I think when you look at it, you know, it's it's been a big year for Zach Wilson, right? A big riser, somebody that I got some some questions about in September. And, and you know, you look at it and go, well, the talent looks like he could he could find his way into the first round. And he, and he just kept playing better week after week. And uh, you, you watch the, you know, I've gotten into the coaches film over the last, you know, month and a half and, and really uh, finished a lot of it, you know, this weekend uh, before the Jets actually ironically won a game because I, I want to know all the quarterbacks for the draft, not just where the Jets are picking. And Wilson's the real deal. I mean, the things that stand out are, are the vertical passing, the throwing on the move, the mobility, uh, how fluid and natural and twitchy he is in, in terms of his movements. It, it, you know, a lot of people sit there and go, 
because a scout told me that, hey, I, I would like to get in there and, and actually see, you know, what the guy weighs, what his real height is. I know he's listed at 6'3". I, I think he's going to be about 6'1 and a half, 6'2". We'll see. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before about heights. I don't think he's 6'3". And, and I think – and also I don't really care. Let me just make that clear that much about the height. I think the frame is going to be a little smaller than what we're used to for quarterbacks. You know, you're looking at the Justin Fields of the world. He's going to be a guy that plays around 220, 225. I, it looks like Zach Wilson's playing lighter than that to me. Now, the positives of carrying a smaller frame, if you protect yourself, which I think he does a pretty good job of, is that every every movement is just so much more smoother, right? He, he's a real top-notch athlete. Uh, the arm angles, the snappy release – he has all of those things, and the ball placement is tremendous, quite frankly. So I look at Zach Wilson, and, and the conversation has moved. He's not somebody that you sit there and go, hey, we'll trade back and get him. Uh, you know, hey, you know, we could develop, we could sit him and develop him. Zach Wilson is a guy that if, if you want him, you're going to take him in the top five. If you're the Jets, you're going to take him at number two overall. The only other scenario I could see is if, you know, we saw the 49ers and Bears have a, a, a flip of picks a couple of years ago just so they can get their guy, the Bears. And that ended up being Mitch Trubisky. Maybe the Bengals feel that way about Penny Sewell after Joe Burrow's, you know, devastating injury. I don't expect that, but that's the only other option I could see on the table. So if the Jets like Zach Wilson, and they should, because I think he has entrenched himself as the second best quarterback in this class. I really do. It doesn't mean that Justin Fields and Trey Lance aren't going in the top 10. They absolutely are and should. But I think Wilson has had such a meteoric rise, and the tape doesn't lie. And those traits will translate at the next level, especially that vertical passing. And I think he's a pretty smart guy, too. I don't think he's reckless. Just because he makes some wild throws, the ball placement is usually in a safe place for his target, not the opposition. So if the Jets like him, and I absolutely believe the Jets should be in the market for a quarterback – and we feel pretty confident at number two, Trevor Lawrence won't be there. You obviously should take the second best one, and that's Zach Wilson. And you're not going to get cute with it. If you like a quarterback enough to take him at seven, eight, nine, or 10, you like him enough to stand firm and take him at two. You don't risk losing the guy. That's not how the NFL works. And it goes a couple different ways, right? You look at it, some people thought the Chiefs were crazy when they moved up and took Pat Mahomes, or the Texans moved up and took Deshaun Watson. And look, those guys are two of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. On the flip side, I was somebody that said the Giants took Daniel Jones around too early. You know, he was a top 10 pick. To me, he looked like a day two developmental guy. And I, I wouldn't say that's worked out for the Giants. So it can go a couple different directions. But once again, and we can get into I'm sure you and I have a lot of conversations on and off the air, Scott. We can get into Sam Darnold. We can get into the Joe Douglas conversation. What did they do? But once again, the Jets should be in the market for a quarterback. And that quarterback at this point, as they're picking number two, genuinely looks like it should be Zach Wilson. Do you think that Justin Fields has a chance to jump back ahead of Zach Wilson in the eyes of a lot of people for whom Wilson jumped Fields with his bowl performance if he does really well against Clemson? And then Tell me a little bit more about some of the other quarterbacks here because we've seen Mac Jones and Kyle Trask a lot because of the highly visible programs they play for. Any chance that they could really up their stock and get into the first round? I know there's been a little bit of talk of first round action with Trask, not so much with Jones. And then Trey Lance, he's the wild card here, Connor, because he only played that one game 
is it possible that maybe he ends up as the number two quarterback here? A lot of craziness going on. Yeah, that's a good way to frame it, Scott. And, and the broad answer is yes to all of them. And I can go through each one a little bit why. Number one, can Justin Fields jump back into number two? Well, yes. I mean, Justin, I, I don't, I'm not one of those people that's reacting negatively to Justin Fields more so than I'm reacting positively to Zach Wilson. I know Justin Fields has had two kind of rough games, Indiana and Northwestern, but Justin Fields is someone that it also depends so much on your scheme and your coach, but his mobility, his threat as a runner uh, is really high level stuff where there are people that will like Justin Fields as the number two quarterback. I understand that. Now where he struggles are significant things that he needs to work on before he's successful on an NFL field. That's processing, right? The speed that he processes, the way that he works through his reads, uh, that's very, very important for somebody like him. And when you're going to the next level, you, you need to be a wise decision maker because the defenses are going to look better than Northwestern. They're not going to look like the defenses that he beat up on a lot. And, and this is a problem for a lot of young quarterbacks, right, is working through your reads. And, and I think part of that with fields that a lot of people aren't talking about is that, yes, the, the processing is a tad slow, his internal clock. But I don't think his release is very fast. So when you pair those things, it looks really, you know, it looks like a really large issue. When you have somebody that, and most, once again, most young quarterbacks are not scanning the field at a very high level. It's rare how Trevor Lawrence is very good at it. I think Zach Wilson's pretty good at it as well. I saw glimpses of it from Trey Lance last year. It's a shame he didn't get to play this year. So with fields, we'd like to see that release speed up and the internal clock speed up. But the good thing is he has such great mobility that he can buy himself time. I really like his touch accuracy. Fields should be a top 10 pick. I think people are overreacting to his, you know, almost demise. And that's just not the case. And he's a really, really hardworking guy. And I think that's a very important trait for a top 10 quarterback. So, okay. So Fields absolutely, you know, can do himself some favors in the public's eye against Clemson and a big moment. A big moment helps anybody. So, Fields has been there before as well. He had a marvelous 2019 season. So when you look at this, then you get into another guy that's going to play in a high-profile game, Mac Jones. He's somebody that can really rise. Not for me personally. I've told you this for a long time, Scott. I see him as a second-round quarterback or a third-round quarterback, probably second round. Uh, he's somebody that he has a limited toolbox in terms of what he can do with his legs. I value that a lot. I don't think he moves very well. I think he has a really good arm. I think he's a very accurate passer. I think he has benefited from the talent around him, the run game, the clean pockets, the receiving talent. I think when you look at it, he, he kind of profiles or maximizes as a player like Kirk Cousins. And I'm not using a first-round pick on that. So now, it, would somebody in the NFL draft Mac Jones in the first round? It would not surprise me in the slightest bit. And you get into Kyle Trask, same thing, a guy with a limited toolbox, I don't know if Tr Trask is pretty impressive overall, especially as a thrower. But once again, you're not looking at elite arm talent and you're not looking at mobility from those guys. That keeps them out of the first round for me. End of round one, though, in the NFL draft is not out of possibility for them. Then we get into Trey Lance. I don't have those fears. The level of competition is a significant issue for a lot of teams. But for Trey Lance, he is going to wow people with interviews. He is going to wow people with work ethic. Teams are going to fly out to see him or bring him in for workouts. He moves extremely well. He's a pretty big guy. He has a very, very accurate arm. I really like his mechanics. And I think people are just going to be really impressed with sitting down with him in the room and getting to know him and seeing what kind of person he is. So Trey Lance is somebody that 
it's not right to say, oh, he's been slept on, right? And I know I've even probably used that before. It's that he hasn't played, so he's been out of the spotlight. Now, he will get that spotlight back during the combine, during workouts, during the rumor mill, which can mean a lot. It could mean nothing. Trey Lance is somebody that deserves to go in the top 10. I'm a little bit more uh, higher on him than the consensus I've got gathered. I, I don't see why he would fall out of the top 10. People I talk to in the NFL really like him a lot. I, I think why he doesn't get that attention in the media and on Twitter is because simply he's not on TV. So that's what happened. So the answer is it's a good quarterback class. There's a lot of different players, right? There's a lot of different kinds of players. They, you know, they really are all very, very different from one another. And I think it's going to be scheme-based for a lot of teams. Some teams have the luxury of sitting a guy and developing. Some don't. But I think when all is said and done, you look at it, I think four quarterbacks should go in the top ten. That's Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, and Trey Lance. And it wouldn't shock me if one of Mac Jones or Kyle Trask finds their way into the end of round one. But I would not grade them there. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Let's talk wide receiver and running back because we know the Jets are definitely going to do something at receiver. They still could do something at running back, although we've seen Ty Johnson and Josh Adams show us some positive things towards the end of the season here. We know about the Alabama guys. Devontae Smith has been absolutely dominant, as has Najee Harris. Najee Harris, you could make the case, has been the best player in the country if you take into account the fact that Trevor Lawrence missed a month's worth of games. So those guys seem to be poised at the top of their respective positions. Who else do you think helped themselves down the stretch of the season that the Jets could have their eye on? If not early, then maybe in the mid or late rounds. And obviously, let's preface this by saying that there are guys that could still raise their stock with bowl performances because as we tape this, there are still some bowl games to come. But as of right now, who do you like? Well, let's start with the UNC guys, right? Because we know about Najee Harris and ETN, and we've talked about Kenny Gainwell opting out. But when you look at it, the UNC guys have had marvelous years, and they're two totally different players, which makes them very exciting. I think they're both round three players. Javante Williams is someone that 
you know, powerhouse runner, truly a power back that can that can run right through guys and, you know, is, is a workhorse kind of back. His teammate Michael Carter, a smaller player, a, a shiftier player, a pass-catching kind of player, uh, very elusive, can make guys miss, you know, very, very light feet. I think teams will really like that about him. You can get him on the field, I think, pretty early in a situational kind of role. So those are two players that have jumped out to me and have found themselves in the top 10 backs of this class probably more in the top six backs of this class. While Chuba Hubbard is a guy that's fallen, I think now let's not forget Chuba is a, is a pretty world-class track athlete. So he's somebody that teams will look at the film and go, maybe this team just wasn't very good. It was a rough situation. We're going to grade his 2019 film instead. And when he absolutely torches the workouts, maybe Chuba Hubbard is a guy that finds himself back in the top 75 conversation. That wouldn't surprise me at all. You're looking for an under-the-radar guy? I, I think when you look at somebody like an Elijah Mitchell from Louisiana, he's somebody that caught my eye early against Iowa State and, and is someone that you know plays at a smaller program but is really, really flashed and has been consistent and productive. Everybody's going to want to talk about J.R. Patterson from Buffalo with the eye-popping stats he's had, and I, I, I've talked to you about this before, Scott. I think he he's a draftable player, probably a fourth or fifth-round player that's a little smaller, but – you really, really like his vision and his reliability and consistency. You know, Khalil Herbert from Virginia Tech, one of those compact, muscled-up, kind of low-to-the-ground runners. He's somebody that'll probably be deemed draftable and has had a serious workload this year after being a transfer in the past. So it's not a great running back class, but it's a good one. And it, we say that every year as you can find your starters. Let's not forget Jacksonville got James Robinson this year. I don't know. I think he was actually a UDFA and he's one of the better young runners already in the NFL. So when you look at it, it's a pretty good group. I think there's options on day three. They might not really be overwhelmingly, um, you know, attractive to fans at this moment, but I think that there, there are a lot of different players after Harris and ETN that are getting all the love at this moment. And what about a wide receiver? So when you look at this group, it's it's not the same as the running backs. This group is phenomenal. I, I mean, I look at it. Two Alabama guys are going to be in the first round for me. That's Devontae Smith and Jalen Waddell. Jamar Chase is still the cream of the crop. He's the best wide receiver in this class. Didn't have to play a down of football this year to show that. Another first-round player. You know, uh, Rashad Bateman from Minnesota is somebody I've compared to Keenan Allen in the past. I would have no problem if somebody took him at the end of round one, early round two. Terrace Marshall is the guy that reminds me of Denzel, you know, the version of Denzel Mims this year, a big physical target that can win at the catch point. So LSU has another target in this draft. It's phenomenal. You know, day two is just littered with players that, that can win over the top. Chris Olave from Ohio State is one of those guys. Kadarius Tony is somebody that's shown to do it all at Florida this year. Rondell Moore has been a little banged up at Purdue, but might be the best slot player in this class. Elijah Moore is somebody that, you know, can handle that Jamison Crowder type of role right away. Very, very productive for Ole Miss this year. So it's it's a loaded group. I mean, those those are the guys that I see as top 50 guys. And then you can, you can name about 5 million that'll still go in the top 150. This is a special group of players. Uh, you know, a lot of sleeper guys, uh, a lot of players that, you know, might have had setbacks in the pandemic year or, or might have just missed the season that are being slept on. But this is a group that, you know, everyone's going to say the same things they said last year, draft analysts like me. They're going to tell you, take two. Take two why they're hot. Take two why you can get them. I, you know, it's 
they, these classes don't come every year. And, and there will be people that would be like, oh, well, maybe they do now because it's year two in a row. They don't. I, I've been doing this long enough where it, it's, it's rare to see them be this deep. You're going to have a guy or two at the top that you think is, could be special or can be a number one, which is not easy to do in this league. But the fact that you have so many guys littered across, you know, the top 15 to 20 that you think can be a wide receiver two, three, or four in a league that's as pass happy and using empty sets and going four wide often. And that's, that stands out to me. And, and, and that, and a lot of different guys that can handle different roles, you know, you got to take advantage of these groups while they exist. Connor speed round. Since I know we're coming to the end of the show, let's talk about the trenches. And then obviously you've got needs for the jets here at cornerback and even inside linebacker. Christian Darasaw recently has declared. There's been some buzz about him being a first round pick. Rashawn Slater opted out. Although there are some draft analysts who believe he played really well this year. (laughs) (laughs) He's another guy that the jets could certainly consider in the first round who really snuck up on you here toward the end of the season at these key positions? It, it would be Darius. So I was glad you said him first. Uh, you know, Scott, every year I, I always, you know, and you and I have been doing shows long enough together. You know this. I try to get my hands on on film of about 50 of the top guys over the summer. And, and that means you're going to miss a handful of, of first rounders, whether they rise, uh, whether you, you just were late on them. It's going to happen. And with Darius, he's been pretty good. And then this year, He's been great. I mean, there's a difference. He looks like somebody that can beat the tar out of you in the run game, but he was super clean and super technical, technically sound in pass protection. And he's got the frame. He's got the length. Darisol should be a top 20 pick. He really should. He's, he's been phenomenal. And I think he's pro ready. So I really like Darisol. Slater is somebody that should go in the top 15. I think he can play guard. I think he can play tackle. I don't have the concerns about his length that the NFL will at times, you know, we know about Penny Sewell. We don't have to waste much time on him. Tremendous, tremendous talent. So it's funny. I think, you know, we got lucky last year, right? There was four guys I graded as first round tackles. And then outside of that, we did see Austin Jackson, um, you know, go in the first round. We saw Isaiah Wilson go in the first round. Wilson's been a train wreck for Tennessee barely on the field. Austin Jackson has not been very good. So you can see why those guys were, questionable first round picks but also developmental guys that need some time but you know a lot of people in the draft community felt really good about Jedrick Wills, Tristan Wirfs, Mekhi Becton, and Andrew Thomas. Thomas is starting to figure it out. It's a slow start but he's starting to figure it out. The other three have been tremendous this year. It's not going to be that caliber at tackle but it's good. I'll tell you that. Sewell is Sewell is as good as it gets for a prospect at tackle. Slater's close. Uh, Darisol is close. So there's three right there that are, are very, very good players at their positions. Now, I think we have a little more juice on the interior this year, Scott. I think you like what you see from Trey Smith. I think you like what you see from Wyatt Davis. Uh, those guys at guard, Trey Smith from Tennessee, Wyatt Davis from Ohio State, you know, they're the real deal. And then Alabama has Deontay Brown. Uh, he, he's really resurrected his career since the six-game suspension. Powerhouse guard. Probably goes day two. The team's got to tap into what's going on there, what went on there off the field. But, man, you know, and then at center, Josh Myers from Ohio State, Creed Humphrey. It's, it's a good group across the board. It's, it really is. It's, I'm just spinning all these names in my head. It's, um, it, it's a group that's pretty deep. It's, it's not, you know, powerhouse star talent, not these all pro-level players, but 
above average starters on the line are not easy to find. And, and there's a lot of them. I mean, you know, I know Landon Dickerson from Alabama just got hurt, but he, he was having a tremendous season. He just needs to stay healthy, you know, and get healthy. Uh, Elijah Vera Tucker from USC's moved to left tackle this year. Ton of experience at guard before that. It's a pretty deep offensive line class. Anybody else stick out to you at corner, inside linebacker, any of the positions on the defensive side of the ball that we haven't touched on yet? Yeah, I think inside linebacker, you have to love what you've seen from Zayvon Collins this year from Tulsa. I had him in the top, you know, the first round of my first top 50. Uh, he's somebody that is just a freak athlete for a 260 pounder. He's been rising. I, I think he's going to have a pretty tremendous process through the draft at corner. We've talked about Farley, Sertan, and Horn a lot. I know, um, you know, Elijah Molden is somebody that's probably going to play the slot the next level. I saw him in person at Washington USC in 2019. He's a good player. He's sticky in coverage for his size. He is. He will sit in your hip pocket pretty much all day. So, you know, once again, that's a class that that it will probably be a better conversation in February because the declarations matter. It's tough to to grind the deep part of this corner class while figuring out what underclassmen go back after a pandemic year. But it's not a bad, it's not a bad group. I, I know Darion Kendrick from Clemson, he's raw and that scares me in the top 40, but I think his traits are something you feel comfortable betting on maybe round three. Although I think he goes earlier than that. So it's, it's a pretty good group, honestly, at corner. It, it really, it's not, I don't see the depth yet that people are looking for. But there are some names that are, are jumping out. Connor Rogers of Bleach Report and the Badlands Patreon with Joe Caparoso. Thanks so much for coming on. Really appreciate it. Glad we could do this. We're going to do it again one more time next week. I know you've got some really exciting stuff coming up. Nothing that you can announce yet, but you can announce that there's going to be a lot of great content over at Badlands coming up soon, right? Yeah, that's absolutely right. I think, you know, we're going to be churning out all kinds of content for the head coaching search, drafts. It's gotten a lot more interesting when you're not picking number one. I know we both agree on that. So it's uh, it's going to be a way, way, way busier time of year. I know people laugh at that when I tell them, hey, when the football season ends, I get busy. You know, when the football season's going on, I'm a little busy. But when it ends, I my life doesn't exist anymore. And I kind of enjoy that. So it's, it's going to be fun. We have a tons of tons of different stuff, and I got to beef that top fifty up to a top one hundred pretty soon. I think we all agree. Really looking forward to that. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of players on there that people have even forgotten about. We talked about Trey Lance earlier, who only played one game, or Sean Slater from Northwestern, who opted out. There are plenty of players who got injured too, and if you've been injured due to somebody else's negligence. It can be a life-changing event, and when that happens, you want a strong legal team fighting for you to make sure you receive full compensation for your injuries. You want to be able to call your legal team whenever you want. You don't want your file to be on a shelf with hundreds of others, and you don't want your lawyers to be afraid to go to court. Here's what you do want. The legal team at Faruqi and Faruqi. They give every client their personal cell phone number to call 24-7. They limit the number of clients they represent at one time. They've got a long track record of taking on insurance companies, corporations, and the government in court. And and they've got a long track record of winning. Prior results do not guarantee a similar outcome. Learn more about them by going to nylegalteam.com. That's nylegalteam.com. 
make sure that you're subscribing to the Badlands Patreon with Connor and Joe Caparoso and follow Connor on Twitter at Connor J. Rogers. If you haven't given us a five-star review on iTunes yet, if you could go ahead and do that for us, really appreciate it. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts, you know where to go. That's Turn on the Jets Digital and TurnOnTheJets.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.